Thank you for listening to the following films podcast. Today, my guest is Isabel Furman. I had her on the show to talk about her latest film, The Novice, which will be available in theaters and on VOD this Friday, December 17th. Big thanks to Bookman's for sponsoring the show. And thanks to Fort Worth for letting me use the song at the end. Hope you enjoy. Thanks. Thank you for taking the time to do this today. I know you've been bouncing from interview to interview to interview. Do you need a break at this point? Do you need some time in between these things? You know, it's good. Let's just keep the good times rolling, you know? (laughs) Perfect. Um, And I want to thank you um, personally for letting me watch this film and completely missing the point, um, watching it after Thanksgiving, where I had completely overindulged, (laughs) overate, overdrank, and then watching you destroy yourself for an hour and a half, I absolutely got up. I got up at 5 a.m. and hit the bike for 15 miles the next morning. So not the point of the movie, but it did have an impact. <laughs> it's funny. Lauren said yesterday at one of our Q&A's, she's like, I feel like people are going to either watch this movie and be utterly horrified or they're going to be incredibly inspired. And so, you know, I would like to say that I'm kind of happy that it made you feel like inspired, but, you know, in its own way. In its own way, I, I, I am aware that the film is not trying to inspire me in that way. I'm not clueless, <laughs> but I don't think you can watch somebody work that hard and be that obsessed without being like, okay, it's not going to kill me to take a run today. So that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Could you talk a little bit about um, the physicality of this film and how little your your performance is based on dialogue, where you're really telegraphing the overwhelming majority of not just the physicality of working out and those kinds of things, which are clearly a transformative thing that goes on through your character, but really we know the interior of your character through your physicality for the most part here. And the challenges that would bring, because this is, I think a far more complicated role than people might, it might be apparent on the surface level. It was incredibly complicated. I really, I appreciate you saying that because it's, it's true. You know, when I got cast, it was, it was as if a gun went off in a race. I mean, I was, I had six weeks to prepare for this role. I rode the entire movie. I didn't have a double. Nobody did any of the stunts for me or any of the rowing for me. And Lauren was really adamant, like from day one, she was like, this is how it's going to be. The boat is going to be, you know, where you are a majority of the time and the camera is going to be there with you. Um, and it was our first week of filming was water week was all the stuff on the water. So I had six weeks essentially to go from knowing absolutely nothing about rowing and being a complete novice to being confident enough to sit in a boat with eight, you know, seven other girls who had all been rowing in college or in middle school or in high school, like basically to get into that school and, and to look convincing enough that I could be vying for one of the top spots in that boat. And, and that was a huge amount of pressure that I put on myself. And I was lucky that the production, you know, really prioritized my training. I had six hours of rowing every single morning, starting at five. I was, I was up at four 30 and I was in Marina Del Rey and I was, I was rowing for six hours and then I would drive in rush hour traffic in the morning, having my second breakfast to go lift weights uh, for an hour, four times a week with a trainer. And, and I really watched my body transform. Like Alex has done, in, Alex has does in the movie. I mean, I gained 12 pounds of muscle during filming, well, not during, but before and, and continued to maintain it throughout the filming process. And, uh, my hands were bleeding. My blisters were like, you know, I was constantly cleaning them so they didn't get infected. Like you read in the script and like see in the movie. And I really kind of watched myself transform into this 
character and like Alex is kind of like a creature, you know, she, she becomes like obsessed with this sport. And, and luckily that was what I had to do to prepare. And, and the physicality really is what helped my emotional performance because when you're the strongest you've ever been and emotionally exhausted and physically exhausted and feeling like the most fragile human, you really kind of walk this fine line of what is reality and what isn't. And after we finished the water week, I decided that I was going to work out in the morning before and after work every single day in order to maintain that level of exhaustion. Cause I knew how beneficial it was to me moving forward and continuing to like kind of capture what we all see in the movie is Alex's storm that unfolds. And you're in almost every frame of the movie. Yeah. So, and you are given very little in the way of how you express that and it's really uh, express what's your inner turmoil is we just see it we witness it we experience it in that way and it's deceiving because we feel like we have an entryway to you but honestly we, we don't know anything about you until probably two-thirds of the way through the movie where we start to get to know who you are and even then it's we feel like we relate to you and then you have another character in the film your girlfriend says well you don't you don't know anything about me. And it's almost as if she's the voice of the audience where it's like, we feel like we know you, but truthfully, we have no idea who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, it's a really, it's a really cool choice that Lauren made in the story for sure. And could you talk a little bit about that? Not having that side to lean into, um, not having typical plot machinations to deal with that. That that's not there. I mean, this movie is so simple that you could describe it in a log line, but it's utterly layered and complex in other ways from an emotional standpoint. Kind of like people. I think we, we try <laughs> yes. to find people in like a certain way or by a identifier or a box. And what I really love about this film, loved about the script, loved about playing this role was I, I really got to capture so many different things. And I really didn't have to say much. The whole, the whole performance really is like you as an audience member are taken into Alex's head from the beginning. And she, the, you know, the movie is her, is the character. She's the villain. She's the hero. And I loved kind of, you know, swimming in this, you know, unfamiliar territory of, of emotionally being on the brink of complete and utter disaster on a daily basis. (laughs) Um, And and, and also making something really, really special and beautiful. Um, And and remind me again, sorry, what your your question was in in that. It was... uh, Not having the normal things to lean on. That it is that... Yeah, yeah, it's the, 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 the vulnerability is... Like you said, you're building up your strength, but you're utterly destroyed. And I, it, you feel that in every frame of this film. Well, you don't have to know much, I think, about a person or a character in order to be intrigued and to follow them. And I, I like, you know, Lauren said this in a Q&A yesterday. It's like you almost kind of are taken by the hand by this movie and led by her. And you don't even know who she is or what she's doing or why she's doing what she's mm-hmm. doing. And I think that's intoxicating. I think people find mystery and, you know, mystery is like kind of intriguing, sexy, curious. And and you're kind of watching this unfold and being like, what the heck is happening? And and to me, that's that's a really cool way to like kind of attack the genre of a story about grit and obsession and ambition that I've never seen before. There's no external forces outside of it. It's really just Alex. And And I didn't really need much more to lean into. I think I understood that 
you know, this was like an intoxicating romance that Alex had with rowing. And it was very much the same for me, like an intoxicating romance with this role that I, Mm. you know, had come across my lap. And uh, I got to fall in love with it and have this hard, fast and furious romantic relationship. And then it's over and it's like now it's living and breathing and doing its own thing. Um, And for Alex that, you know, that's that's her her journey is is this you know, how her love and obsession of the sport really drives her into a place that's like unfamiliar territory to you as an audience member seeing this woman go through. But for her is actually quite familiar. And and that was a fun thing to play with. That's interesting because um, I, I might have a completely wrong read of this movie, which would not be the first time or will not be the last time that that happens. But to me, it almost feels like we're being dropped in the middle of a cycle where this is something that she has gone through before. This is something she will more than likely go through again. This is just the rowing is the thing at this moment. Yeah. And Lauren and I talked about that a lot, how at the beginning, you know, the one thing that we do know is that when she was in high school, she wanted to beat this guy, not to become valedictorian or salutatorian or anything, just to beat him. Yeah. And that to me was like, you know, that's the thing that you learn about her and you're like, oh, well, she's just competitive. And you think, you know, but then you realize it's really it's that like she likes the challenge. She likes the challenge for the sake of the challenge. And, and Lauren and I spoke about that. Like she her lesson that she learns at the beginning of the movie is like someone forced her to stop. And in this movie, she she teaches herself that she needs to stop. And the big question of like now what's next? Like, who knows where we'd find Alex next? But probably doing the same thing in her first job out of college. <laughs> and, 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 you know. Today's episode of the Following Films podcast is brought to you by Bookman's. Normally when I go into Bookman's, the first thing I'm looking for is movies. I go look at the DVDs, Blu-rays, even the VHS tapes, um, occasionally even a Laserdisc, and that's kind of where I focus first, maybe look at a couple of movie books afterwards. But this week when I went into Bookman's, I was looking for a receiver. I've had my record player hooked up to my speaker bar in my living room for the last couple of years. And I decided I wanted to actually set up an old stereo in my office so that I could listen to records in a little bit higher fidelity. I don't have the best ear in the world, but I know that it definitely sounds better now uh, than it did <laughs> through that speaker bar. And I was able to get a couple of records also. Um, I was able to find uh, the Appleseed Cast. They have this great record called The Fleeting Light of Impermanence. and. One of the things I love about this record, not only the quality of the music on it, but the presentation of it. It has this really cool, like, black cover um, cardboard uh, cut out for it. And when you open it up on the inside, it's this explosion of blue and white color. Um, almost looks like a drip painting. And then the record itself is on white. So it's just this, all these contrasts. And it's a really cool presentation. Really love this record. It was nice just to sit down and listen to two sides of a record instead of just skipping to the specific songs that I want on my Amazon Music subscription. Uh, just you know, spend a half hour listening to a record from beginning to end. I can't r- honestly remember the last time I did that, and it's something that I missed. Um, I also sat down and listened to Death Cab for Cutie, their the photo album. I love that record. Um, so I can't really defend my taste in music nearly as well as I can defend my taste in movies. I, I feel pretty much like my opinion on movies at least it's based on something i understand film a little bit better but um yeah so i've always felt like with movies and with music film any art really that an opinion isn't 
right or wrong. If you like something, if it motivates you, if it inspires you, if it turns you on, if you enjoy it, if it just makes you feel something, if it's evocative in any way, then it's working. And so I just, it was really nice to sit down and listen to music. I can't remember the last time I sat down to do that. So it's really cool to go into Bookman's and actually afford the gift of time to just kind of be still and listen to music again. So big thanks to Bookman's for sponsoring the show. Hope you enjoy the rest of it. And don't forget, Bookman's has your cool covered. And and, it, and and that's what, you know, Lauren says, is like, this movie is like four years of rowing and 10 years of coming of age compressed into one. So, you know, and, and she and I both have the same kind of like ambition, passion, like, you know, obsessive, compulsive kind of like going after something attitude. And that's why I think we both, you know, she told this story and I was attracted to helping her, helping her tell it. Well, and depending on how you feel about that, the ending of this film, which I think I could and I won't, but I could describe every beat of it and it wouldn't ruin anything because depending, it's a Rorschach test, depending on you as an individual, I think you could see that as uplifting or you could see it as utterly depressing that it has the, it has the look, the veneer of a character arc, but it could just be a chapter stop, you know, depending. And that mm-hmm. just depends on how you read it. And I love that about this film, that it really is, you're allowed to project yourself into something that is utterly distant from me the world of mm-hmm. rowing and the it's that's not has never been my experience but i think we've all been taken over by something before and we've all repeated patterns before yeah no i would agree i mean i think that this this movie really allowed me to see a part of myself that i don't really like to you know like to play with i live in la and everyone's really blasé and doesn't care and is super chill and i care a lot i really care and i really work really hard and and, and I'm really proud of that, you know, but people don't like to see that people don't like intensity. I think not everybody does. I mean, Lauren clearly did enough to hire me because I was very intense about wanting this role. And she saw that and was like attracted to it. So, you know, it really is like who, who Alex is. She's an intense person. And I think this repetitive pattern, kind of like what Danny's character says to her, you know, yourself emulating on loop. It's, it really is this kind of, you know, lesson that she herself is going to have to learn. And, and, what I really love about this is there's no external force driving her. Um, like we've seen in other movies like this. I mean, it really, she is the villain. She is the hero. She is the one who ultimately has to be the one to tell herself that she does a good job. And through this movie, funny enough, I learned to do that for myself. That's amazing. That's, that's yeah. well, and I could, I could see that because it's all, there's this thing that happens in the beginning where everybody's telling her to relax. Everybody's telling her to calm down, which you never see from the coach. And it's something that as an audience member, when you first see that, you're like, shut the fuck up. She needs to bust her ass. She wants this thing. You're going with her. But as the movie progresses and people are continuing to tell her to relax, you're like, yeah, maybe she does need to relax a little bit. This is going a little bit too far, perhaps. And I, and it's just nothing changes in that. It's just as an audience member, our perception of this character changes. And that's a real interesting journey to go on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you as an audience member are rooting for her until you realize that she's she's the one slowly <laughs> killing herself. And and that's what I actually really love about I, I love about how Lauren edited and and did the sound design and how she finished the movie. I mean, you, when you read a script, it's always different than how you end up filming the movie. And when you edit a movie, it's always different than how the original script was. And, and, and it constantly changes and evolves. And Lauren created this character like the novice is Alex. It is her yeah. brain. 
like you're crawling into this person's brain and you're going on this ride with her. And I actually really love like what you said about how it's like a Rorschach test. It's like, it's true. Like, I think some people see this movie and they're like, who, who, who don't understand this feeling and are like, I just had anxiety for the last like two hours. Like I, I hated that anxiety, love the movie, but the anxiety like annoyed the hell out of me. And then there are people like you see this movie and you're like, I feel like I want to go out and go on a bike ride tomorrow. You know, it, it, hit something different in each person. And I think for me, when I watch the movie, I, I feel incredibly proud of what I accomplished and what I did and what we did together. You know, Lauren and I like made this baby together. <laughs> well, and it's, and it's a baby to be proud of. There's no, we all have things that we've created that you look back at and you could have some things you might want to change on it, the things that you could have done differently, but there's something about the intention of every frame of this film where you can't pick up on ounce of cynicism that everything feels like there's absolute heart in every moment of this that every editing choice every surrealistic cut that happens everything that's you're just getting closer to the interior of alex you're finding out more about her as she and it's being told from her point of view while she's losing grip with reality and yeah. so and that's a pretty tough journey to go on but god damn it i'm so glad that i got to go on it so this it's just an amazing film and i i hope you're incredibly proud of it because you should be thank you so much and thank you for for watching it and, and and feeling something new. like i haven't heard that feeling something new and inspiring about it i think someone told lauren and i yesterday actually that they bought a rowing machine but that was a little like going out on a bike ride is a little different than like oh you bought a rowing machine like you really got into it that's real. no see now i've 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 been on a rowing machine and I know my limitations and I know, I know I need to work back up to getting uh, to the shape where I can be on a rowing machine. Cause that'll kick your ass quicker than anything. But yeah, it's, I don't think the point of this movie is to make you want to where it's not a Rocky film where afterwards no. you're going to go running up some stairs and drinking raw eggs afterwards. This is something that I don't know. It, it it's just a obsession and intensity and desire can be something that motivates you and being around. I love being around intense people. I love being around people that are motivated because um, it makes me up what I'm doing instead of, like you said, that blase chill. I'm not affected. I, I hate um, oh, I disconnected people. So, but it, it, you know, this movie poses the question, like, why, why do you do what you do? Why are you passionate about what you're passionate about? And it doesn't really answer it. And at the same time, it, gives you like a inside look at somebody who doesn't really know those answers either. And, and shows you that, you know, you don't know this character just as much as you probably don't even know yourself. Well, see, I, and, and I'll leave on this note that um, your film, actually, there's a question that I ask myself all the time. That is, why do I do this? Why do I have an obsession with film? Why do I care so much about art? Why do I care about creativity why do i care about that why does that mean so much to me mm -hmm. i see your film and i'm reminded of why so in that question no i'm, I'm being dead serious no, thank it, you i really appreciate that and i'm sure lauren uh, would too say the same thank you i really appreciate that of course and best of luck with it because this is just something that i think people had been going nuts over the film and i think that's going to continue to happen this is I've watched it twice already. I don't rewatch things ever. I had to, I watched it after all the kids went to bed on Saturday night. And then I okay. took my wife and said, we need to watch this. This is something you need to see. And we watched it the next night again. So it's, you've done something special. So Thank congratulations. You. Thank you so much, Christopher. Really? Yeah, you're welcome. And I, I, best of luck. I hope to talk to you again sometime. Yeah, I hope so too. Have a good one. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Uh, okay, bye. <laughs>
enough to figure you out Time enough to write this down Wish me luck, give me hope